Hey, and welcome back to the Smooth Operator Podcast. I'm your host, Allison Caffrey, and today I'm going to talk about my takeaways from a recent PR event. I will see you inside. All right, all right. So uh, actually, currently, it's about four o'clock in the morning, uh, central time here in Nashville, Tennessee, and I actually woke up uh, super early to record a uh, a podcast on a friend of mine's uh, show. And unfortunately we had to reschedule and he's, I think in, in England. And so I, uh, I figured, well, with this, with this ample time, I might as well chat with you guys. Um, it's been quite the crazy past month. Um, I've had a lot of events this summer, which I've told you guys, uh, you know, on a couple of shows before this, uh, that, you know, things were ramping up for the summer. Entrepreneurs love summer events. And so I'm a part of a lot of really cool things. And I wanted to, uh, quickly dialogue about an event that I just went to in New York city. Um, it was really awesome. It was called unfair advantage live. And, um, if you don't know about that event already, um, the founders, Chris and Jen Gottlieb, um, really put on a great show. They curate a lot of amazing content and in my opinion, um, make it really actionable, which I'm going to talk about today. Um, just a couple of takeaways that I had from that event, uh, myself and Christy, who I talk about a lot here on the show. Um, she owns your branded event. We tackled the project, um, in our first ever blank space venue, um, which was <laughs> extremely interesting, um, to say the least. And, um, I'll be honest, it was extremely rewarding as well. Um, so I want to talk about first kind of the, the project itself. And then, you know, kind of once we were on site, um, you know, kind of those takeaways that you get, you know, only from live events and how important going to live events is, uh, for your business. So first and foremost, with the setup and project itself, like I mentioned, it was our first time, meaning mine and Christie's, um, doing a blank space venue event. Now, um, I talk a lot about systemizing, um, you know, the delivery for digital agencies, but truthfully, especially for, um, you know, folks that I really believe in and businesses that I really believe in, um, you know, I want to be involved with a lot of service providers and really systematize the way that, you know, a service is provided, um, you know, in their business. And so Christy does, you know, really high touch, um, boutique events mostly, but for her larger events, um, she brings me on to do the ops for a lot of her, a lot of her projects. And so really what, uh, what our role was, was just to make sure, um, you know, that everything, um, kind of on the back end was really secure. She, she does a lot of the, you know, look and feel and really just the experience stuff. Whereas I'm mostly focused on, um, you know, production and, uh, and budget. And so, um, we tackled, uh, the first blank space venue. And if you, if you're not familiar with events and, um, planning and stuff like that, for the most part, uh, when you do an event, usually you go with a hotel <laughs> and they provide you all of the amazing things like tables and chairs and linens and, um, you know, just, you know, carpeting and <laughs> look and feel, uh, you know, centerpieces and table numbers and pens and notepads and all that stuff. And so blank space means that the only thing that was there when we arrived were walls and floors. Um, thankfully they had bathrooms, but other than that, uh, that was really all we got. And even, you know, the, there was lighting in the top of the, uh, you know, of the ceiling, but for the most part, we had to bring in our own kind of ambiance lighting and, and all of these different things. And so it really provided us with a new look on everything that could possibly go into, you know, planning an event of that, you know, of that sort. We had, 
about 100 people at the main event sessions and up to 200 people in some of the the breakout sessions that we that we put on and it was very um it was very challenging because I think that, you know, always working with a new client um, is challenging, right? Because you're learning how they work, um, what their preferences are, what their style is, um, how their people uh, prefer things and how they communicate. Um, and by their people, I mean their clients, um, their team, those, those, those types of folks. So it was challenging, but I will say that um, after everything had come together and we were on site, that the project itself um, really did come together in a way that I felt was extremely intentional. And you could feel um, the intention when, you know, when folks were walking into the room, right? Each, and I say this not to be, um, you know, not to kind of brag on what Christy and I did, but I feel like everything in the room felt really strategically placed. And I feel um, like the team, um, you know, at unfair advantage felt like that. And I also feel like the, the, the clients, you know, the folks that walked into the room, um, the attendees of the event also felt that. And, um, it's just something that, you know, we, we feel like we have a lot of intention and placement behind a lot of the events that we do, um, obviously mostly through hotels, but this one, um, felt even more so because we really had to think about, every single little detail. And so I feel like that showed up a lot in the experience and in our work. And so, um, you know, just kind of thinking through, um, the process itself, right. Of making sure that, you know, every single thing was in line. It was, it was challenging. It was, you know, it was kind of like, you know, breaking it down and imagining ourselves in the space. And we took a trip out to New York city beforehand just to go and be in the space and soak it in and see what it felt like, um, see what we needed to add to it, how we needed to warm it up, how we needed to kind of make it more of the, uh, of the client's brand. Right. So it was, it was interesting. It was an interesting challenge. And I feel again, like, you know, for some of the, you know, the, the higher end service providers, the folks who are, who are, you know, charging a lot for their services and providing really incredible results. I challenge you to kind of think about your service, um, you know, like a blank space venue, right? If your client is coming in with no expectations, if, if someone's coming in and you have to kind of create this, you know, situation for them or this, this life for them, um, with your service, you know, like what are you crafting and how intentional are you being about that? Um, how intentional are, you know, all of the things that you're placing around the room and how intentional are the way the napkins folded and, and, you, and what type of lighting you choose. Um, I had, we had a really, really amazing experience, you know, just after, you know, after the fact, because we, we thought to ourselves, okay, well, we, you know, we did all the work to get here, right. You know, we can now kind of just enjoy. And so that's where I want to pivot this episode and, and talk about being able to enjoy an event, um, you know, when, when you're there. Christy's amazing capability as an event planner. Um, and one of the big things that I help her with operationally is being able to feel like a guest at your own event. And she is incredible at doing that. And honestly, one of the few event planners, frankly, that I've ever worked with or seen, um, who doesn't seem like they're running around crazy when, when folks are on site, right. They're not, you know, running 
back and forth with, you know, a thousand papers in their hands and, you know, just kind of like rushing people to the stage. And it's very, um, it's very calm to work with Christy. I mean, that's just a testament to who she is. Um, but even in the event space where things usually, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and put an asterisk next to that because I don't want to jinx myself. Um, things usually go wrong. Um, you know, there's usually kind of some hiccup or so- something happens or something doesn't arrive on time. Um, you know, something usually happens, but with this event, um, you know, there's general stress, right. You know, kind of building up to the event and things are last minute and what have you, but, um, at the actual event, there was really nothing like that, that happened, which really allowed at least me personally. And I feel like Christy at times to, to really just relax, take in the content and, you know, just kind of be in the space that we've created. And, um, I really did feel like that this time at, at this event. And, and I was actually running the, the presentation. So I was, I was kind of managing AV and doing all of their cues, uh, which I often do at events, not to this magnitude. This was a little bit more of a micromanagey team, but I'll get into maybe that later. Um, but the, the event itself was structured in a way that I thought was pretty brilliant. And I wanted to, to kind of talk about that. Um, and how I experienced that. So, so basically how it went was it was, it was a PR um, event. And basically what the team did was they kind of broke out how they approach, um, you know, landing the media and they gave actionable situations where the folks who were in the room could apply that knowledge. So it was incredible. The, The first day was, you know, basically just how, you know, to talk to the media, right? Like, what is your purpose? What's your message? Um, What's your brand about? And aligning that with everything. And then the second day was about how to talk to the media. So how to approach them, what systematic ways you could do that. And then literally the second day, they gave you an opportunity to approach the media. They host um, what's called a media mixer. And they invite hundreds of media professionals to um, a hotel in New York, which is where we, we did the event um, that evening. And we had like 300 people at this event. And it was, it was so much fun because like I said, there are very rare opportunities where you go to an event and built into the event, you're able to strategically apply, um, you know, the the things that you're taught, right? Usually you only see that at like, you know, two day, you know, in-person boutique kind of workshops, right? Where there's like 30 to 50 people or less. Um, this was just done on a much grander scale, which I felt like was extremely, um, beneficial to all the people that were, that were there. And I really enjoyed seeing that. I enjoyed seeing opportunities, um, you know, for folks to apply what they've just learned and then come back, you know, for day three and say, okay, this worked for me, or this, you know, didn't work for me in terms of speaking with the media. And oftentimes, um, folks were sharing on day, day three saying, oh yeah, I talked to this person and, you know, I, I actually booked a, a time to, to go be on, you know, X, Y, or Z show. And it was so interesting to see, you know, how quickly, um, you know, they could, they being the attendees of the event, um, really step into their own and, and, you know, just kind of apply what they've learned. So that was amazing. Um, but my favorite thing, um, and I swear I'm landing my plane, <laughs> uh, was on day three. I, I really thought that um, there was an amazing presentation Um, one that frankly, I think I had overlooked just because it was day three and I was like, you know, kind of not on autopilot, but you know, you know, you've done kind of the run through a couple of times and I'm thinking, okay, this is going to be, this is going to be an easier day. 
Um, but then I was challenged at the beginning of the day by the team to kind of, you know, keep keep the same intensity, right? To to make sure that everything goes really well. So I stepped into the day of day three with good intentions. And I think that those returned to me in a really beneficial way because um, there was a presentation that I heard that was incredible. It was, it was mostly a, about writing a book, um, you know, you know, taking your knowledge and putting it into a book, but, um, obviously it was about using that book as well to, to help, you know, grow your business and to help grow your following and to be able to utilize, um, you know, for gifts and things like that, um, for the media. And one of the big things that, um, this presenter said, and I probably won't forget this, um, for a while, cause it kind of shook me a little bit, um, was that you have to become the person who has, um, you know, X, Y, or Z thing that you're going after before, um, you can have that thing. Um, so that really struck a chord with me. She was actually specifically talking about, um, you know, business revenue, um, specifically, but I thought that the, you know, the the lesson was true for a lot of different things, right? Um, you know, she basically discussed, hey, look, if you want to have a million dollars, you have to become the person who deserves a million dollars before you can have that thing. Um, and so I feel that a lot of people miss that boat. And I wanted to just unpack all of that and, and talk about this realization because it's actually been something that... I've been carrying with me actually ever since I came back from this event and <clears throat> it's um it's challenging sometimes right you have to you have to believe so much that you're going to achieve that thing already that you start to become the person that deserves that or that has that right so if you want to own you know a a six figure or seven figure business or if you want to be um, you know, in shape, or if you want to be a good dad, or if you want to be really anything, um, you know, different than what your situation is right now, um, you have to, as a person, start to make your habits and gravitate your, um, you know, your lifestyle around that thing first before you can even have the capacity to have it. And so that is, um, you know, a lot, it brought a lot of clarity around what I do. Um, you know, it's so interesting because a lot of folks, they're like, well, you know, ops, that's everything, right? You can, you can do anything. And I'm like, well, I mean, yeah, technically I could systemize really anything that we want and I can dialogue through that and we can document standard operating procedures for a multitude of different types of businesses. But, um, the reason I like working with service providers is because, they have their hands so far into their business that their their business is mostly, you know, chalked up to their expertise, right? If <clears throat> they're an expert funnel builder or they're an expert, expert Facebook ads runner, or if they're an expert um, branding agency, or if they're an expert um, event planning business, right? it's all very founder focused, right? It's, it's all very founder focused. And what that person has had to become in order to have this business is, is extremely amazing. And, you know, the fact that in order to level up, they need to, you know, kind of become <clears throat> a business owner and not just a founder. And so that's what we help people do. We help people become, you know, business owners and not just founder run, you know, organizations, not just entrepreneurs. Right. 
And so that starts with, you know, being the type of person, right, that owns a, a seven figure agency that, you know, that, that, you know, comes with, you know, managing a team, managing the business, you know, managing the completion of standard operating procedures. And really where I find that, you know, I could change <clears throat> is that I, you know, for the most part, I have a ton of, of growth in, in my business as well, you know, and I frankly, I think that, you know, I could have done a ton better job over the past couple of months systematizing the way that I operate and the way that my team is working. And so I'm, I'm kind of taking a shift over, you know, the, ne the next few months, you know, while I'm away and doing these projects um, where we can't really, we can't really onboard a ton new clients in our private agency. And I'm really empowering my team to be able to systemize the way that we're fulfilling on a lot of things. And I needed to decide, okay, look, I know that I help people do this thing, but in order to be able to work with more clients in, in, you know, in the future, I need to really take a look inward. Like I challenge my clients to do and become the business owner, you know, who owns a seven figure agency and not, um, you know, a, a business owner that owns a six figure agency, right? So that those habits need to change before you actually can, can reap the rewards of those things. And so I challenge you, if, if you're a six figure, you know, agency owner or a six figure service provider who wants to go to seven, um, you know, maybe those habits that you've been keeping that have gotten you this far are amazing, amazing habits, amazing work ethic and amazing commitment. But maybe we need to just take it a step further for you to be able to, you know, enjoy the rewards of owning a seven figure agency. Um, and those in our opinion here at ops agency are focusing on systemizing, um, you know, the way that you work, systemizing that workflow and um, making sure that we're documenting standard operating procedures so that you can grow your capacity for more clients and more revenue. So that is my big takeaway. I felt like it was extremely congruent. It was extremely um, powerful for me to hear kind of in someone else's voice kind of speaking to me. It's like when you log into Facebook and you're thinking, oh, I really want a book on boundaries. And then it just pops up into your feed and you're like, okay, well, that was creepy. So <laughs> I, uh, I had a really amazing experience. I have a bunch more events coming up this summer, which I'm going to do a specific kind of uh, rundown for you guys as well about where I'll be this summer and um, how things are going to be panning out over the multitude of events that we're doing. And so I'm really excited, um, you know, about that, about getting more clarity. Um, there's really nothing like a live event to bring a lot of clarity to your business. And um, I hope that this realization and just kind of unpacking um, this experience was helpful for you guys. If you, if you need anything, obviously hit me up on Facebook and I will see you guys next time on the smooth operator podcast. Take care. Hey, Allie here. I hope that you're enjoying the podcast if you'd like to learn more about how we help our clients grow their capacity to serve more people and experience more growth in their business, head over to operationsagency.com slash class, and I will see you there.